Go to the place where summer is over. How do you want to look back on this time? Do you want to have filled it with memories and some time for rest as well as be productive and not lose momentum on your goals? Or are you just going to mindlessly let it slip away or be so overscheduled that you really don't have any downtime? Welcome to episode 16 of the reInvent podcast. Rest is a responsibility. I'm your host and reinvention coach, Sari Kimball. Summer is definitely in full swing. It is the end of June and we have about, depending on where you live and when summer officially ends for you or when school starts, you probably have about six to 12 weeks of you know, that summer mindset of relaxation, of a little bit more ease. It's so funny how even if you're not in school or maybe, you know, I don't have kids, so I don't revolve around a school year. And yet somehow our lives all do revolve around school years, which is so interesting. I've been having this conversation with a lot of my clients, so I feel like that means I should bring it to you as well. When you go to the end of the summer, whatever that is for you, how do you want to feel about this time? Do you want to be like, wow, I really wanted to climb that mountain, do that hike, or I really wanted to have this adventure, or I really wanted to have this quality time with these certain people, or I really wanted to have uh, time for myself to just be or to even focus on a big goal and really train and go be you know go deeper into it. The thing is whatever is going on for you what often happens is we have all these ideas in the spring and winter, right? Where we're like summer, I can't wait till it's summer. I'll finally be able to do XYZ, right? And then it comes And we just sort of haphazardly float through it. And if we're not careful, what we end up doing is we kind of have this low grade slacking off. And we end up, when we're not working, we worry about work because when we do work, we're giving ourselves lots of permission to be like, nah, I'll get to that later. I'll come back to it. Or it's summer. Let me just take a little time to relax. In an attempt to give ourselves more freedom and relaxation, we but we don't define it ahead of time, we end up just kind of actually taking away our freedom. And we never really enjoy the moments of like badass working where we're really being productive. And we don't really enjoy the moments where we're relaxing because we're thinking about the things that we have been putting off, right? And so at the end of the summer, sometimes we're left with those feelings of like, oh, where did that go? What did I really do? Did I really actually do anything that I would be like, yeah, listen to what I did this summer, right? Or is it just like, well, I kind of ended up just scrolling on social media a lot and watched a lot of TV and hung out in my backyard, right? It's like, I don't want you to get to the end and be like, wait, I was actually so overscheduled that I never got any downtime, really quality experiences in. 
And along the way, did I completely blow my diet, right? Maybe you have some health goals or you completely blew off time that you could have been working in your business that would have gotten you some real leverage and momentum. Listen, the, you know, the year does not stop like our goals. We still have this really important chunk of time during the summer. And so I want you to do it with a lot more intentionality and to set it up so that when you are relaxing, you are in full relaxing. And when you are in working or any kind of form of productivity, that you do that and you're present and you're intentional with it. Because what will happen if we don't is that we're going to get to the end of the summer and we're going to be like, oh man, I can't believe it. I totally like blew off all of my, uh, my work stuff, my health stuff. And then we're going to do that New Year's Eve resolution plan again Probably one to the two main times we do that are at the beginning of a school year, right around September, and then at and you know a brand new year. And what we do is we're like, all right, this is the time. Now I'm going to get back into it. But what if we actually didn't lose the momentum over the summer and we never have to go into that like grit, willpower, I'm going to like really get into it. And then, of course, the holidays come and we let it all go. What we want, what I want for you is a more sustained, intentional life that's less of these big swings up and down of like, you know, really get into it no, you know, no rest and focus, focus, focus. And then we just let it all go when we say, fuck it, right? No more of the efforts. Like we can create a life that is more balanced and where we are not sabotaging our future self for some hedonistic pleasure today. And we're setting it up so we just have a more steady momentum, steady progress And there are seasons of life in our years where we are going to be more like go, go, go productive. I I just came off of one in the spring where I wrote a book and published it. And so now it's like, ha, right? It is summer and I can let go a little bit, but I'm going to do it with intentionality. You are only this age, insert your age here, just repeat the words, I am only your age once. And that is true, right? We need to seize these moments. We say that about kids all the time. They're only going to be three once. They're only going to be this age once. And yet it's still true for ourselves. You are only going to be the age you are at this moment once. And you can't ever get these times back. But what we can do is instead of going into these really like, hard black and white times is we can just let go of the reins just a little bit. We can, you know, not provoke our inner rebel that's like, you worked me so hard and now it's a big fuck you and I'm just gonna like blow everything off, right? We can actually set ourselves up for success in the long term and have the courage to rest and to relax It is your responsibility as a high achiever to take some downtime. 
all athletes know that the recovery time, the active recovery time, not necessarily just like, you know, spreading out on the couch with some Netflix, but like really intentional recovery time is just as important as the pushing it and the go, go, go. The two go hand in hand. And when you take that time to really rest, not just the dull, like, I'm just going to buffer and numb out here kind of rest, but the intentional rest and relaxation and connection and creating experiences that summer allows us to do, that you will come back ready to go, even more productive, but let's do it on purpose. So just like last week's podcast, we talked about creating everything twice. So what I want you to do is look at your summer as a whole, and we're going to create it first in your mind. So however long you have left in the summer, because a month has already gone by, (laughs) but you have that period of time. And I want you to like look at a calendar, have a visual And I want you to think about, okay, end of summer, this date, how do I want to feel about that time? What experiences and people are most important to you right now in this season of your life? Also, what are the bigger goals that are important to you in the long term? You know, the ones you set back way back in January, the ones you've been working on, So keeping all of that in mind, I also want you to think about what invitations and opportunities are there from others that aren't necessarily on the priority list, but things that you want to consider and decide on. Remember, there's no people pleasing here. So we're going to get clear on what's a yes, a hell yes, and what's a no. And rather than just filling up our calendar with a bunch of yeses that we don't actually really want to do, that are lies. People pleasing is lying. It's saying you want to be there when you don't. And instead, we're going to have the courage to say no. So I want you to consider how you want to feel. What would be really fun? What are the main priorities for this summer? The the people that are most important to you keeping in mind the bigger goals because we don't want to sabotage ourselves and we don't want to make things harder for ourselves. We don't want our future self looking back and being like, really, dude, thanks a lot. Like you really screwed me over. Instead of losing, you know, I just had to lose another 10 pounds. Now I need to lose 20, right? That's what we are not going for. So what I want you to do is actually start scheduling these in. If you have not done this already, and hopefully you have some vacations and things like that on the calendar already, but that you actually really want to do, but go ahead and put these big rocks, right? To to go to that amazing metaphor where you have the jar. And if you put in your big rocks first, your priorities, the things that are most important to you, Then you can also fill it in with like the pebbles and the sand, which is all the little shit that we have to do in our life. But if you try to do it the other way, if you try to put in all the little shit first, and then you just hope by some miracle, you'll get to the big priorities, the big rocks, they don't all fit. 
And there's some great YouTube videos and stuff you can watch on this. Just look up like big rocks and <laughs> priorities. In any case, I want you to think about the big rocks, the things that are really important to you. So like I have a former client who really wants to climb a 14er with his wife. She climbs a lot of them and he's been working. He has a big goal of like getting in shape and being able to go climb these mountains with her. And so we got to schedule that. Not only do we need to schedule the climb, but we need to schedule in the things, the training that's going to help get us there, right? And so that's a big rock. If that's really a priority for him, then he's got to put it on the calendar. It's not just going to happen by some miracle. You know, it's rare that you're going to be like, what should we do this weekend? Oh, let's go climb that 14er we've been talking about, right? That's not the way it usually happens. But I also want you to be realistic. Listen, we always overestimate what we can do in a short amount of time. So be careful here. There's a middle ground where we're not like, oh, I could do this and this and this and this. Like, get it down to like, what are the key things, the key experiences, the key people that you want to have this summer? There will be more. You can, this isn't like your one shot to do it all, right? But having those priorities is so much better than either not getting it scheduled or over scheduling. And then frankly, just not enjoying it that much or you end up canceling things. And that's not a great situation either. By putting these big rocks, the main priorities on your calendar, there will be no regrets in September, right? You will not look back and be like, ah, we said we were going to do that. Why didn't we do that? Dang it. We've missed our opportunity, right? No, no, none of that. So knowing that rest and recovery are really important. They are required for you to be able to continue to perform at your best. High achiever you. And I know you want to come into the fall and like crush it. So what if you looked at this time as like, I also need to crush it during the summer, in quotes, by resting, but I need to do it on purpose. I need to schedule it in and not be kind of blowing off things during the week. And so I have a couple of tips for success um, because Americans in particular are really terrible about taking vacation and doing it the right way. And there's a sense that like, and I was just coaching a client last night and she said this exact word. She's like, I just feel like I need to work extra hard before I go on a vacation to earn it, that I need to be deserving of my leisure time by working twice as hard. And that I was reading this article in the Atlantic and it's like, that is not the way that European countries do it at all. There's just kind of this assumption that when you're out of the office, things will be a little bit less productive, right? In that whatever area of responsibility you hold. And that's okay. But what we can do is set us up for success ahead of time. Because I am sure you have had the experience where you work like a crazy person till you leave. Then you kind of just crash and you're like, oh, you know, you're so wiped and it takes a while for you to even be able to enjoy your vacation. And then towards the end of the vacation, you're getting so stressed out about coming back and all of the things that you need to do. 
And that is one option, but it does not have to be that way, my friends. And I have been really focused on this probably the last year of when I've traveled. How can I do it a lot better so that both the before and the after, like they're all part of the vacation. So a couple of things are saying, you just got to say no to this idea of like 2x productivity pre and post vacation to make up for the time that you were gone. What if that just wasn't the reality? What if you actually get time off to take time off and it doesn't mean that you have to make it up on the back and front end? So what I recommend you do is work ahead of time to create a pre-launch plan, <laughs> like a pre-vacation, and then a re-entry plan. And I was working with a client on this um, for her honeymoon where we did the all the pre-launch stuff, like what all needs to be taken care of? What are you most worried about? Who needs to be communicated with? And we don't try working ahead. We're not working on projects that are way out there. We get really focused and really constrained. And so we schedule time and make sure all of that happens. We don't overbook ourselves before the vacation. So let's not add in a whole bunch of extra things that aren't really necessary or required for our work or for our personal life. Let's only do the things that are really necessary it's like we know this about ourselves and yet we forget every time that we overschedule ourselves and we try to do too much. And it's like, let's just drop the act and get real about it. And so don't overschedule yourself ahead of time. Focus only on what really needs to happen to for that week and to make your vacation a more restful and really a place where you can disconnect. Then really important, I want you to have a reentry plan. And I can tell you for sure as entrepreneurs, we are terrible about this. I know a couple of my retreats that I went on right after COVID, I, you know, would land like the day before and then hit it hard the next day. And that's a terrible idea. That is the way to set yourself up for failure that week. It sets you up for stress and overwhelm and anxiety and you lose all the benefits of that vacation or that downtime. So if you're an entrepreneur, then you get to just schedule what your vacation is and add on an extra day, right? Like you get to add on time and that's okay. I give you full permission. If you are in a salary position or a different kind of job, not entrepreneurship, then consider coming back a day earlier or adding on an extra day to that. But it's really important that we don't just get off the airplane and then come back to work. And in fact, in this article, they were talking about studies that people actually were uh, more stressed out and lost all the benefits of that downtime when they did that. And they highly recommended never scheduling right up until like getting off the plane the day before and then going right back into work. Also, they talked about take fewer photos. (laughs) I know sometimes this seems counterintuitive, especially since we have this amazing camera in our pockets, but actually just being present is what 
really creates the best memories and the best when you look back on it and the you know the best feelings about that downtime. So take fewer photos and the photos that you do take they recommend do not post. Don't get on social media. Now, you can do whatever you want. And what I recommend is if you are going to get on social media, that you do it with intention. You say, I'm going to set a timer for 20 minutes. I'm going to post my photos. And when I'm done, I'm done. But they do recommend that there are studies shown that uh, posting is bad (laughs) for your vacation mindset. So don't do it or do it with intention. And what I just want you to do is really think about being fully present. If you must work on your vacation, put specific times on it. Tell your person that you're traveling with um, or tell yourself that I need to take this call at this time and that's it. Or on every morning from 7 to 7.30, I'm going to check my email. Like you get to decide, but put boundaries on it. Be specific and set it up ahead of time because the worst thing that can happen is that the other person doesn't know and then they're frustrated and then it ends up creating a lot of disharmony on the vacation, which is not what I'm sure you want. So it's really important that you look ahead. You know, there's a theme here. You look ahead, you plan ahead, you get in front of it, you solve for obstacles like what could be something that forced me to have to work on vacation? Can we solve for that now? Can we get ahead of it now instead of trying to just assume that we have to be on that call? Is there something we could do ahead of time so we don't even have to do that? You do not need to earn your leisure. You are deserving of it and it is actually your responsibility to create this time the most insights, creativity, connections, ahas, they happen in the white space. They happen in the unscheduled downtime of our lives. And work is an incredible thing, right? I love being productive. I love being focused, but that's not where I'm going to have the big insights. So we need both. And it is your responsibility to plan with intention in this downtime. And you can do it in a way that creates so much satisfaction, contentment, those juicy memories that really sustain us through the more focused seasons. You can do this in a way where you look back with such pride and gratitude and satisfaction. And I'll leave you with this one thought that someone told, I cannot remember who, where I heard it from. I don't know if it was Tony Robbins or just some, (laughs) some random podcast I heard, but I heard this idea that you should always have two things on the calendar so that when one ends, you have another to look forward to. We get just as much satisfaction in the planning of the thing, sometimes even more than the doing of it. And so I want to encourage you to enjoy the vacation itself, but also enjoy the pre-planning. And there is kind of that letdown oftentimes when you come back from a vacation where you're like, oh, well, now what? Right now I don't have anything to look forward to. Now I just have to go back to work. 
And what if you actually already had something on your calendar scheduled so that you don't have that same like big dip where you're like, ugh, you know, you, <laughs> you, you crash a little bit and it feels kind of gross. Like you can actually avoid that by having something else on your calendar. And I've actually been doing this for a couple of years now and it really does work. You know, when I'm flying home after that vacation or retreat, I don't have that kind of malaise that can happen. I'm like, oh wait, but I already have a next thing. Ooh, that's fun. And so it kind of keeps my mood a little bit more steady around those things. So I have an amazing trip that I'll actually be leaving on today, the day that this podcast comes out, uh, to go see uh, one of my good friends in Texas. Yes, I'm apparently heading to Texas during a heat wave. (laughs) I don't know how that happened. And then I have a really long vacation. It's the longest time I have taken off for sure as an entrepreneur. So seven years, I'm taking two weeks. Um, Some of it is a working vacation with some coach friends of mine and we're doing um, an actual like business retreat, but it's still downtime, right? It's still connection. And yes, it's like the bigger picture of my business, not just like the day-to-day stuff. And then that's combined with a trip to see my best friend in Seattle and see her daughter and her husband and just have some really good downtime. And then I already have something on my calendar for the end of September. So I practice what I preach here and I'm telling you that little nugget will really help um, create like a higher level of excitement and energy and not go through the big dips as you come back from that summer vacation. So that's what I have for you today. I want you to do some planning with intentionality if you have not already done so, but also consider saying no to the things you don't actually wanna do. Don't overschedule yourself and keep in mind the bigger goals. We don't wanna sabotage ourselves either. We don't want to make things harder for our future self in September and they're pissed at us. Let's not have an angry you wishing you had done something different now. Do it different now and set your future self up for success. And then go get two things on the calendar so you always have something to look forward to. Until next time, have an amazing week.